Welcome back to Market on Close. Let's bring in Sylvia Jablonski, Chief Investment Officer at Defiance ETFs. Sylvia, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Great to see you. Great to see you, too. And I actually am very excited to see you because of all the notes I read today, yours seemed to be the most, at least maybe a little glimmer of hope. And coming into today, you still held firm that you think the S&P 500 can be positive for year end. Does it entering bear market territory change that view? Yeah, great question. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think that it's going to be a stellar year for the S&P 500, but I do think that the second half of the year has some promise to, to you know, leave us in a situation where the S&P is up a couple of percentage points, which I think everybody would be thrilled about at this stage. But, um, you know, the reason for that is if you think about it, we're not even really through the first half of the year, although it's felt like a decade <laughs> during this first six months. <laughs> and a lot of, you know, a lot of things have happened, right? A lot of the froth has been taken off the market. Um, you have a lot of indicators that we're trading near a bottom. So you have S&P in bear market territory, NASDAQ in bear market territory. Um, University of, of, of Michigan is at its worst reading ever. Um, you have high put call ratios. I think it's 0.89 in equities, 1.28 overall. And, you know, a, a lot of things are essentially very wrong in the market. But the good news is, is that those are known factors. And the, the biggest factor is inflation, as we know. Um, we have COVID and supply chain issues and, and geopolitics but we have a strong consumer, we have strong corporate balance sheets. And if you kind of, you know, unjam some of these 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 pegs with inflation and, and supply chain issues, uh, I, I think that broad-based equities, especially the quality companies out there, have a shot of actually ending the year up. And, you know, we know how these things go, right? It's, it's, it's as fast and furious as it is on the way down, though this has been a little bit slower and painful. Um, over the last three days, we've lost, you know, 10% in S&P 500. It, it tends to work that way on the way up, too. So I'm not saying, you know, we're at the bottom, go all in today. But I do think that this summer is going to be an interesting buying opportunity for those investors that are willing to wait this out. Okay, so this summer is the good buying opportunity. So you wouldn't be buying now. You'd be waiting for a little bit more weakness to kind of shake out. You know, I think it depends on who you are, right? I think if you're sort of a younger investor and you're dollar cost averaging into your 401k plan, or if you're deploying, you know, small amounts of cash along the way, then then buy all along. You know, I, I mean, I've been dipping my toes in for, for weeks now. And, and, you know, this week I'm going to have better buying opportunities than I did the week prior and the week before that. But, you know, I do think that the longer your time horizon is, the better it is to get in at these levels and kind of dollar cost averaging because you'll never call the bottom, right? And you won't be upset if you lost a couple of percentage points if, you know, that net return is is, is quite stellar over time. I, I think if you're an investor with a very small amount of cash to deploy for a very short period of time, you know, for that investor, I probably would sit on my hands for a little bit and, and watch to see, you know, if we get a little more carnage here. So it depends, you know, sort of on who you are and what your goals are, but there's always opportunity in the markets. Okay, so let's talk about some of these opportunities, starting with your 5G ETF, NVIDIA, AMD, among some of the beaten up names in there. What's the outlook for that group? Yeah, so, you know, I, I love the 5G story in, in general. You know, we launched that ETF because we think that there's just such a massive investment opportunity. 5G is part of everything from electric vehicles to artificial intelligence to, um, you know, to big data, machine learning, quantum computing, just, just about every major tech trend in the future depends on 
that you know low latency, that speed, that that ability to process information quickly, and you know so so what goes into that? Well, what goes into that are companies as you, as you said, like AMD and Nvidia, um, getting absolutely hammered, but they will be a rebound story. You know these companies have loads of cash on the balance sheet. When we talk about quality companies, I certainly throw those into the bucket. The froth has been taken off. The multiples are far lower, and if you look at their year over year revenue growth of Nvidia, for example, forty six percent. The growth in data centers in in general across the board was 83%. It's projected to be 60%. So that'll help AMD and, and, and NVIDIA and feed into 5G. But um, again, these are, I consider the, the future of what consumer staples will be. And I'm just taking a look at the ETF is down 24% year to date. It got hit pretty hard today, down 5%. But if you compare it to the NASDAQ, actually outperforming the NASDAQ, also, travel names have seen a rough go of it, especially today. Defiance has the cruise ETF. Make the case for travel stocks because we know the demand is there. We're just not seeing it necessarily in some of these stocks right now. Yeah, I think it's going to it's going to be hard to see sort of anything in, in just about any any stock right now in the near term. So Again, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, sort of longer term, which companies are placed to do well. If you listen to the earnings call this last time around, the CEO of Delta is a great example. You know, they're, they're back to all time um, high bookings, pre-COVID level bookings. They're expecting margin expansion. I think they, they quoted from um, a level of 12 to 14 to 13 to 15 percent. Business travel is picking up internationally. The world is, is reopening. And we know that consumer spending on goods has, has shrunk. And that was you know sort of the target story. And, and it's going into that reopen, that services trade. And, and those are the names that are poised to take off. You know, you can probably argue that these are interesting um, trades during high inflation. So it may be difficult for the company's bottom line and for growth, but because they have some pricing power and it seems like consumers are continuing to pay these prices, I think it was about 18% or so on that last inflation read. I mean, they, they're going to benefit from this in the long term. It's not the best situation for us, the consumers who are trying to fly somewhere, but the companies themselves in the short term, I think will be better off than a lot of the broader based indices and, and stocks that are sort of not in that sector, in that service reopen sector. Also, Amazon is on your watch list. Why, why that one? Because when it comes to headwinds, Amazon certainly has uh, quite a few of them, although the, the entry price now seems a little bit more affordable, I guess, even though it, you know, a stock split doesn't necessarily change the price. Yeah, and and that's that's one of the big arguments there. I I think that while stock splits and corporate actions generally don't really change, you know, the the sort of net notional um, holding of of an investor and and don't really do anything with the price, they become more accessible. So I think that you know Amazon when it was trading above three thousand was was a, a fairly inaccessible stock. And there's just this sort of psychological impact I think about even if you're buying slices, right? It's more interesting to buy one whole share of something than it is to buy a slice of something. That's that's just my opinion. It's great if you know if that's your sort of only option, but if the stock falls down to to where it's at now, you know that that hundred to hundred twenty dollar range, um, it broadens the amount of of interest and and you know eyes on that stock to the retail investor. I also think that they have a great story in terms of. Yes, right now retail is getting banged up and you have these inventory issues, but e-commerce is poised to be a four, uh, a $6 trillion industry next year. So it's, it's set to grow a trillion. Well, I, you know, I don't know that we'll get there with this market and economy, but that's certainly a big number. Even if we get halfway there, Amazon benefits. 
and their cloud is, is, is a huge business, right? I think that cloud is one of the sort of most surefire um, growth stories in the tech space and Amazon is a leader there. So, um, you know, while they had 7% growth in, in actual goods and, and whatnot, you know, they have high double digit growth in cloud and um, that certainly counts for something. So it's a stock that I'm going to continue to watch. All right, we'll leave it there. But Sylvia, we appreciate you being a bright spot on this otherwise pretty dark day. Thank Thanks you. so much. <laughs> That's Sylvia Jablonski, Chief Investment Officer of Defiance ETF.